I did hear from one of my coworkers today that there was a show from like the 2010s called Dark Angel that was apparently just a Maximum Ride ripoff. Did either of you watch that? No. No. Me neither. I've never even heard of it before today. Wait, was it like ripped off I don't of know. Max Ride or was it based on the Dark Angel books? <laughs> I've no idea. Okay. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Midlight Crisis, a real podcast hosted by three grown-up biologists revisiting books from our teens, and it's totally cool. I am one of your hosts, and today, wait, I forgot to say my wait, name. what's your name? I'm Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I am, and what I am is genetically recombined with a bird that has a superpower, but it is only 2%, don't worry. So the bird that I am 2% genetically recombined with today is a laser nails waterfall partridge. <laughs> laser nails? <laughs> laser nails. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> that is clearly one thing together in the superpower <laughs> column of our Excel sheet. Laser nails. I think it's Hannah's fault. <laughs> it's always my fault. Yeah. If it's in the spreadsheet, it is my fault. Yeah. A waterfall partridge just sounds like a delightful little creature. It does. Sounds very like nice. A, yeah. A little ground bird having a good time hanging out in reeds, you know. But then the laser nails. But then the laser nails. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, who are you guys? Uh, well, I don't have laser nails, but my name is Sam, <laughs> and today I am 2%. Combined with an invulnerable pizza oyster catcher. <laughs> oh, wow. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> a and pizza oyster dinner. catcher is also good. A kind of just like invulnerable pizza. Yeah, just invulnerable <laughs> pizza. Well, that's just because you like nun pizza with left beef. <laughs> <laughs> I do like nun pizza with left beef. <laughs> wow, invulnerable. What is... I it's funny because an oyster catcher is like so much a water bird. <laughs> Where does the pizza come in? Uh, but it's pizza. Do you think maybe your coloration is like pepperoni? Oh, yeah. Pepperoni. Uh huh. Maybe I just live in a Domino's. Oh, maybe <laughs> I've become invulnerable by eating all of the Domino's pizza, and now my stomach can handle all. Mm -hmm. Wow. I wish that, that was makes true. sense. You definitely do not have fatty liver disease. <laughs> yeah. Of all the people on this podcast, that yeah. describes Sam the least. Yeah. My stomach is not invulnerable. It's very vulnerable. Especially to pizza. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop laughing at Sam's misfortune and introduce myself. Thank you. My name is Hannah, and 2% of me today is the bird, the expanding early chicken. <laughs> That's all. I have, so I have a few questions. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's an early chicken? <laughs> That's a good question. It gets all of the worms. Oh. The early chicken gets all of the <laughs> seeds. The seeds? No, I think Sam's right, though. An early chicken is just a rooster. Yeah, you're right. That's, That's what correct. my brain went to. Yeah. And expanding just means 
You know how people say you get like puffed up like a rooster? It's just literal. Yeah. Oh yeah, like when birds do that poofy thing and then they shake. Yeah. But you're just you do that all even more. I uh, yeah, I just poof out real far and then I cockadoodle do. <laughs> sure. Like like way too early. That's like way problem. too early. It's, it's like two AM is the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well anyway, the reason we are two percent genetically recombined with birds that have superpowers this week is because mm-hmm. we're still reading maximum ride so how about you guys tell us what happened in the four chapters that we read this week well sure so <laughs> wow Sam's having a good time uh my first chapter doesn't have a lot on the go so anyways chapter 49 is short and sweet with max flying towards her meeting spot with fang and nudge praying that she would find them but also would understand if they left her Uh, While she is berating herself, saying how stupid she is, a giant shadow overtakes her where she sees a flock of hawks with four very awkward ones wearing sneakers who just so happen to be her flock. Yay, reunion! Yay. Yay! Yay! Chapter 50 is uh, that said reunion where the flock all lands on the cliff edge, share some hugs, and catch up on the chaos Iggy and Gasman got up to. For those who need reminding, it involved oil slicks and bombs. No one questions why Max took two days to get back uh, to them, but then they just decide to jump off back off the cliff and head towards the dreaded school. But I wrote this before reading the other two chapters, so maybe Hannah can give us some insight into what happens <laughs> and some things Max said later. <laughs> I can't really, because chapter 51 is a recap chapter where all the bird kids talk about everything we've been talking about for the last 13 episodes, so I'm going to spare you that and jump right into chapter 52, wherein the unified flock is flying west-northwest towards the school while they eat granola bars and Fang and Nudge give them some hockey hot tips. Uh, (laughs) Didn't say that out loud before. that's (laughs) That's funny. Eventually, they find their landmark, which is a teeny town consisting of more or less just a strip mall, where they stop to try to find food and a map. As Max is formulating a plan and about to speak, they're interrupted by some jerk in a fancy car pulling up to the ATM at the mall, and then that guy is interrupted by a big old truck. And the truck window rolls down as the fancy car jerk is swearing at them to reveal none other than Ari, who, as you may recall, is Jeb's prepubescent son and also somehow an adultery racer. Eraser. Yeah. Wow. Thrilling. Exciting. Thrilling. An extremely long chapter. Uh-huh. It was. It was. <laughs> it was like two whole pages. Do you guys want to talk about uh, what Hawk stretches? <laughs> what? What? So at the beginning of chapter 49... <laughs> Max just starts flying and then is like, wow, tomorrow I'm going to be so sore. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we need to talk about the importance of stretching before doing physical activity. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Go on, I guess. (laughs) No, see, you got to stretch before doing anything physical activity wise. Mm -hmm. We're in our 30s. It's important, but everybody should. I thought you were going on to something about hawk-specific stretching and like- Well, I'm getting there, yes. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. I was like- No, she's doing a segue. Yeah, <laughs> no, it okay. wasn't really. I, I sort I of ruined it. <laughs> I, I, lost, I lost the plot before I had even gotten there, so don't <laughs> worry. Because I was like, do I need- I was trapped while speaking out loud. I was thinking, do I have to tell people why it's important to stretch? <laughs> Swear up your muscles. Get your circulation going. You know. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So 
right now, I want you guys to tell me what sport you think is the closest to human beings flying. <laughs> Swimming. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Do, do you have like a definitive answer? <laughs> no, I have my guess that I looked up. Oh, okay. so that's the right answer. But does skydiving oh, okay. uh-huh. count as a sport? Mm. Okay, interesting, interesting. What sort of movements do you have to do while skydiving? Well, I'm thinking if you do it, you know, have you ever seen those people who, like, jump out of the planes in those, like, flying squirrel suits? Oh. Oh. Okay. It's still not as much, like, our movement is, like, flapping, so maybe not. But, like, it's kind of, like, the same formation, so I'm assuming you're still... Like having to hold those your arms rigid, so like you're still using those like shoulder muscles that you would yeah. use as if yeah. you're flying, maybe. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Is anyone else uh, sitting in their chair, wiggling their shoulders oh, yeah. to try to figure out which muscles are involved? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just me. Yeah, <laughs> I think great. I have the advantage because I'm always thinking about how the fact that bird muscles connect to their chests instead of their back. But my guess. Okay. Was the correct rowing. answer. Oh. Which, you know... That's like, okay, I guess. Probably not perfect, but I feel like it it gets you there. Sure. <laughs> anyway, so I looked up uh, some important stretches for rowers okay. because I just think that it would be very funny to sit here and think about, like, a bird kid having to do these stretches with two giant wings. Uh-huh. Because, <laughs> like, the most common ones are, like, put your arm over behind your head and grab onto your elbow and like pull back <laughs> and there's just like also a wing there <laughs> yeah you gotta pull on the wing gotta pull on the wing or mm-hmm. where you put your like knee bent over the other leg while you're sitting down and then like put your oh, yeah. elbow on the other side and push but like uh-huh. with your wing <laughs> but like with your wings but with your uh-huh. wings Listen, I was having a good time with this. Everyone should just look up some stretch moves and be like, haha, but wings. <laughs> Mostly this is important because birds also stretch before they fly. And Do they? so, yeah, Max is doing a bad job on both fronts. Oh. I c- okay, but Max is 14. 14 year olds don't need to stretch. Well, when she's 30, she's going to regret it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did look up like what stretches do birds do uh-huh. have you ever have you ever seen like when birds stretch like one leg and one wing at the same uh-huh. time yeah and that's, that's them so like cute. that's a bird stretch that's them like getting ready for like flight or releasing tension or like trying to improve their circulation so uh-huh. also a fun time is imagining a bird kid doing that okay but that's actually really cute yeah just one wing way out to one side opposite leg way out to the other side stretch (laughs) stretch yeah okay it was cute until i thought of iggy who we learned in one of these chapters is five inches taller than max who is already tall and stringy and therefore iggy is probably like seven feet tall (laughs) (laughs) just like slender man doing stretches (laughs) i couldn't like not pick like i don't how tall are all of the he's so tall they're they must well because max said they're all extra tall and iggy is like extra extra tall <laughs> and iggy is also again 11 no he's 14 Thir- isn't he 13 no he's the same age well he's like three months younger than max or something like that is it three months younger yeah they're, okay they're like- all the same age. they're all 14 <laughs> I thought Iggy was like 13 and Fang and anyway, it barely matters. He's 14. Six months younger than Max. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. 
Why well, like, he was younger? Anyways, I can't keep track of he these is. children's We're getting age. confused with gas. You know when you're yeah. 14 and it six months matters? <laughs> yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. Maybe <laughs> that's like, why. <laughs> I'm 13 and three quarters. <laughs> A fair point. <laughs> Does that matter when you're 13? Yeah. I thought that only mattered when you were like seven, but maybe I'm misremembering. It's been a while. I think I've always cared about being older, so maybe that's just that's, me. Yeah. No, I think I was with you too, Sophie. It, I stopped caring after 21, I think. Yeah. That's uh-huh. great. I stopped caring after 30. Oh. <laughs> last year. Anyway, bird stretches? There honestly was nothing more than that. I just wanted to think about it. Yeah. I w- when you said bird stretches, I was imagining the thing... I'm picturing a cockatiel where they like hold their wings up behind them and they stand up really straight. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what I was picturing as a bird stretch. Oh, my God. Which would also be terrifying if Slenderman did it. (laughs) A.K.A. the blind ginger Slenderman with probably like 16 foot wings. Oh, my God. vibe. (laughs) I knew I liked him. I do. Okay. (laughs) Only because you mentioned it. I take exception to the fact that the boys' wings are bigger. (laughs) I assume it's just because they're taller. Yeah, it must be that. Yeah, it would have to be. Fang's wings are a foot broader than Max's, and I'm just assuming that Iggy's are bigger than both of them. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because they'd have to be. But I am hoping that just sort of in the grand scheme of things, Max keeps growing until she's like eight feet tall because <laughs> yeah. the females in birds are or in hawks are usually bigger than the males. <laughs> yeah. So they got like the human growth spurt where they get really tall, uh-huh. but then like over time, Max will just like be like two inches taller. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna become a tank. Yeah, incredible. I <laughs> Big love fan. That. I guess yeah. it could also depend on what bird they're mixed with. That's true. Because if like because they're all clearly mixed with different hawks, so if it's just like a smaller yeah. species of hawk, yeah, yeah. Why would they mix them with all different hawks? That's, oh that's a new God. question. <laughs> bad. They're bad scientists. I know, they only have a sample size of one for each of them. That's <laughs> what I literally just thought. I was like, why are they all different hawks? That's even more bad science. That's so stupid. Well, even then, like, is Fang like a melanistic hawk? I don't even... Why are his wigs fully black? But yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's a grebe. They're not hawks, but... Maybe he's <laughs> he just with a raven. Yeah, I feel like we had decided he was a raven because he's super edgy. Yeah. Super or, or a vulture, right. Or Oh, yes, a oh, vulture. Oh, I do remember I that. I think he yeah. should be a vulture. Mm. Yes, yes. Except Fang has emo hair and vultures are bald, so that doesn't really work. Maybe that when would he gets be older. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> bald red. Fang goes bald early and then his head turns bright red and but then he, he develops eating meat raw. <laughs> he develops a beautiful ruff of like white feathers. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea of a vulture because they look really edgy but are secretly like very sweet and take care of their babies and oh, like okay are just very nice birds. <laughs> okay, so that seems like it must be canonical then. It's we should decided. It. It's decided. <laughs> Nudge is a ferruginous hawk and Fang is a vulture. Yep. Okay. Can't wait till he projectile vomits to save his family. <laughs> oh, gross. No, he would have already done that for Nudge. That's his uh, superpower that he gets. Yeah. Projectile vomiting. 
That's a terrible superpower. That's gross. We should (laughs) add that to the spreadsheet. (laughs) Projectile vomiting, human vulture. Human vulture. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this. Uh, I like it. Wow, that's good. The only other superpower he would get from being a vulture would be to poop on his legs to stay cold. (laughs) Oh my god. That's so gross. It's for thermoregulation. I don't know what you're talking about. I I know that. And I remember learning this before, and I still hate it. That's why he's emo. Yeah. I would be too. I would be too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if my biological impulse was to shit on myself and puke at my enemies. Yeah, every time you get startled. Projectile vomit. That's why he's always so quiet and observant. He doesn't want to get shocked into that. Yeah. That. (laughs) That. (laughs) That. Yeah. Yep, those were my thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, the only real note I had on this chapter was Max emphasizing that she has a soul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, with a lot of emphasis. And it was like, were we supposed to be doubting this or thinking about it at all? I really thought because it was emphasized at the end of this chapter... That the next chapter was going to start with, like, Jeb used to say that yeah. we didn't have souls, but... Or something like that. You know, like, I thought she was going to go into it. Uh, yeah, no, it, was, it just <laughs> left there. <laughs> yep, just mic drop. And then anyway. Okay, yeah. Other stuff. I guess you have to be at least 98%... Hu- well, no. What am I trying to say? Uh-huh. If you're 98% human, that's still enough to have a soul, I guess. How much human is not Do enough? Do birds have souls? I don't know. What's a soul? You are the I'd most the qualified to answer this. <laughs> you are the most religious yes. person. Hannah, do I have a soul? It's true. Do birds I'm go to hell? I'm extremely religious. <laughs> <laughs> have you met a bird? Of course they go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> don't worry, I'll see them there. Yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> only, just to be sure, only humans have uh-huh. souls? <laughs> I think so. I don't remember. Okay. But all dogs go to heaven. Hold on. That's true. I'm not reading the Bible. Well, let's talk about the next chapter. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you have more to say about souls. No. I don't have one. No. I shouldn't have brought it up at all. (laughs) No, it was good. It was great. Anyway, the next chapter where they recap everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They recap everything in the next two chapters, which is great. What a good time. Yeah. It's really cute. I did really want, because Nudge gets very excited to see Max. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, not just very excited. And she brushed her wing against mine. And it's like, I did kind of want her to like tackle you in the air. That would have been fun. <laughs> yeah. That would have been fun. A very nudge move. It would be such a nudge move. One thing these chapters made me think of that was like, I was a little sad about is I think this is something they that is developed over the course of the books. But I'm like, man, they were like living away from the school for four years Mm -hmm. and they haven't it seems like practiced flying yeah you know like it's it's fun here because they're like yeah we learned how to do these things from the ferruginous hawks and it's like but they don't do anything other than just like fly from point a to b like they don't do aerial stunts that they've been like like what did what were they doing all day (laughs) crying about their parents (laughs) parents <laughs> i guess so eating hot dogs eating yep. about bombs uh-huh yeah. i feel like it could be 
a question of technique in the same way that like if you're an extremely casual doer of a sport you just kind of start doing it and you don't really look into like the little ways that your body position or like your body composition or whatever could improve your performance Mm -hmm. i'm thinking i'm speaking obliquely and thinking about myself like jogging i don't like look into my form and stuff because i jog very casually and it could sure. just be that they're like, yeah, we can fly. So we just do it like this. And they like have never bothered to think beyond that. Yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, like Maybe. from from Max's point of view, like she clearly loves flying. Mm-hmm. You know, like every time she talks about it, she's like the feeling of freedom. Like it feels amazing to be like flying in the beautiful sunny day or whatever the hell, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I guess they've learned how to use like air currents and thermals mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it's like you haven't tried doing like a i don't know like a weird like i feel like i'd just be what does this do what does this do what does this yeah. do you know yeah <laughs> but no, like not just talking in this about like kind of micro adjustments to like her wingtips and like specific feathers and stuff like that yeah it could also be something along the lines of them going out and learning how to fly and then instead of like trying to dial in those finicky little bits. They're like, I'm going to learn how to do a loop-de-loop. And yeah. they just go straight to, like, the big things, right? Like, Maybe? that's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I was like, I feel like it would be fun for one of the characters to have, like, a, oh, Nudge has perfected a barrel roll. You know, like, yeah. she just, yeah. like, like something to show that they flew <laughs> yeah, for fun or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it's just like, oh, yeah. Weird that they didn't really do anything other than fly from A to B. <laughs> but also maybe they were afraid of getting seen. Yeah. And I mean, we still don't know how they fly, except that I think twice now it's been described as awkward. Yeah. Which, again, probably because they have a big old human body dangling yeah. from their wings somehow. <laughs> maybe it's hard to do a barrel roll, barrel roll if you have to fly in the fetal position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vertically. <laughs> Vertically. <laughs> Just imagining flying in the fetal position now. (laughs) They probably have to. Maybe. Unless you have, like, the muscle strength to basically plank in midair, I feel like that would be the most efficient way to do it. Also, it would keep you warm. It would. How do they thermoregulate? I mean, flying. (laughs) The flapping part. Yeah, good point. It's probably pretty... energetically... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Expensive. Yeah causes warmth anyway yeah we probably don't have to go over all the stuff that they did because we already talked about it a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah some of it is like the way it's communicated is kind of funny like nudge is babbling and she's just like fang said we're gonna eat rats and does not explain (laughs) and max look at looks at fang and fang does not explain (laughs) it's like okay and max just being like Oh, by the way, I think I have a tracer chip implanted in me, which explains why the erasers are always following us now. It's like, okay. Didn't didn't want to, like, couch that at all. You were just like, by the no. way. <laughs> also doesn't explain, like, where she got the x-ray. <laughs> yep. Always good to keep secrets. <laughs> yeah, Max is like, oh, I have a, a tracker implanted in me. I saw it on the x-ray. And Fang is way more concerned about the x-ray than the tracking chip. Yeah. Which, honestly, I get it. Yeah. There are many more steps. <laughs> Well, it's like they used to be possessed by mad scientists, so it makes mm-hmm. sense that they would have trackers in them. 
but they aren't now, so where did the x-ray come from? Yep. Wait till she tells him about Dr. Martinez, who was Will like her she, real mom. <laughs> though? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Max keeps secrets. Yeah, what I found funny also about this chapter is that, like, relatively speaking, Fang has been super chatty in the chapters with Nudge. Yeah. And then, like, the minute everyone's back together, he has, like, one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> completely like four words up. or whatever and in my mind i'm like fang is trying to act cool uh-huh but in front of max <laughs> yeah 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 but he also is flustered by max that's my rationale mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to be cool but <laughs> trying to be cool but he's 14 so he can't nope impossible there's also the part where uh max is like okay Wait a second, Gasman and Iggy, what the hell are you doing here? And Gasman yeah. is like, oh, we were being hunted by erasers. And Max is like, oh my god, the erasers found you? And the Gasman is like, well, it might have been because we crashed their car and blew them up with a bomb. <laughs> and Max is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but weren't they, like, coming towards the house? I thought so. Yeah, like, they were definitely hunting in the area. Yeah. Like, because this chapter makes it seem like... Iggy and Gasman went to them, but it's like, I think yeah. they were coming to, like, no, they found yeah. that sh- the house, them in that, in the cabin, loggers cabin oh, no, wait. or whatever. Was that, that was after the oil slick though, wasn't it? Yes, mm, you're right. Yes. Because yeah. they, <laughs> yeah. they didn't make a plan. Because they didn't make a plan. Yeah. Because anyway. they're two prepubescent boys. <laughs> if only we'd read these chapters more closely, I guess, <laughs> then we'd oh remember. Oh my god. <laughs> okay or more closely together because it's that's... been like two months <laughs> yeah that's fair i was gonna say i think we're reading them close enough it's just the uh the time spread out is a lot and we all have a lot of hard. things going on in our life so yep it's yep. hard to retain all that information in your 30s sure is. Uh-huh. yep my brain yep. is a sieve yep oh my god there's nothing in there yeah in mine not in yours i was gonna say wow rude <laughs> <laughs> there's probably something in yours unlikely it's just full of Bryce Owens. Yeah, they're just growing in there. <laughs> they're just growing in there. Next chapter? <laughs> Next chapter. Nudge is like, I tried to find my mom, and Max is so awkward about it. <laughs> yep. No, but this is like a fun moment where, I don't know, I like all the moments where it's clear that they know each other so well that they knew exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, Nudge is like, I'll tell you about it later, and Max is like, I knew it went bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. When Max, like, tries to be, like... I don't know, it's so cute how her question about Nudge's mom is, did she look nice? Yeah. Like, Aw. Aw. That's nice. That is nice. <laughs> I like that. Really, really driving it in that, like, that, yeah, they're all 14 and under. <laughs> yeah, and Max says, uh, the line is, parents were something we all obsessed about, talked about constantly, cried about. It's like, oh my god. Uh. Poor kids. <laughs> Poor sad. kids. Oh yeah, like jeez, it's rough. It's rough. Someone take these kids to Doctor Martinez. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. She can adopt all six of them, right? I think so. I think so. I don't see why not. Max was the first one, and it was from her egg. Yeah. Technically, the rest of them are all her fault. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh huh. She (laughs) has a moral obligation to these bird kids to adopt all, and also probably like a legal obligation to Max as her parent. Yeah. I still need, like, a full Dr. Martinez, like, review of what happened here, like, what as we learn, because I, I can't trust her knowing this information yeah. that, just that she's yeah. Max's mom without knowing, like, 
okay, how did she get involved with the school? Why did she leave? Like, what are the implications? Why does she not like follow up on the egg she donated? Like right now we have, yeah, we know what she did. Like she's great as far as a reader who doesn't know that she's Max's biological mother, but like knowing she's Max's biological mother, I can't trust her until I know this information. Cause now I'm just like, you are suspicious. Yeah, once we finish the book, we'll have to do an episode that's just like a Wikipedia hole through the rest of the series. Yeah, I'm not yeah. reading any more of these. <laughs> no, I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> Although, I will say every single time I finish a chapter, especially like at the end of our block of four, I get kind of annoyed that I can't just like keep going. Do you wonder if that's because they're so short, though, and you're not getting fulfilled enough? It, well, yes. <laughs> but that. It does make them very readable. It does, yeah. I read half of the next chapter because I <laughs> stopped paying attention. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> literally, this is the first time I've done that. But I was like, whoops. I mean, I'm half of it is only four sentences, probably. It's, exactly. So. It wasn't very far. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I just had a thought, which doesn't make any sense, because I think what we had seen is that it was like her egg, t- like she donated it to the school or something. Mm-hmm. but dr. i was martinez, like you're talking about again yeah yeah dr martinez uh-huh. and like a human egg not a bird egg <laughs> but <laughs> oh my god do you did they hatch out of eggs or were they grown uh, in artificial placentas only, it could have only been angel because the rest oh, of them were that's post-birth true. my god but for a split second i was like oh my god what if it's because Max is like one of those animals that always makes its way back to where it was born. Oh my god. She's and that's why when she was her. hurt, she was hurt, she went back Aww. to her home, which was Dr. Martinez. Because I was like, what are the chances Aww. that she would find yeah. Dr. Martinez's house? And then I was like, oh my god, what if it's instinct? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. She's like a sea turtle. <laughs> yeah, but eel. then I was like, well, I don't know if she was born at Dr. Martinez's house. Probably not. <laughs> Probably it. not. Maybe she has like some kind of like innate kin awareness, which is a thing that some animals have. I don't know about mm-hmm. birds, but where like you can recognize a conspecific as like a member of your genetic family. Mm. And maybe she's doing that and doesn't realize it. Whoa. Maybe. That'd be interesting. Both options are good. Yeah. I think they should both be true. They should both be true because that's <laughs> I think fun. They should both be true. Yeah. We're doing the thing again where we uh, take what is almost certainly a writing coincidence and make yeah. it into actually good <laughs> biology. <laughs> I feel like it's been a while. Yeah. This might be the first time we did it in this book. <laughs> yeah. No. I feel there was something. There's been a few. There was something. Yeah. Okay. But it do- it's been a couple episodes at least. Yeah, I just had a terrible biology thought, and it's a little bit <laughs> off the rails, but Sophie sparked it with what she said. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, all the kids except Angel, their stuff happened after birth, but Angel was born with her wings, correct? That's what we've established? Uh-oh. Yeah, we've so, decided that at least, yeah. Because of um, A Court of Thorns and Roses... Don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think a human I'm woman's pelvis... <laughs> can birth uh-huh. a child that has wings <laughs> yeah and that's, uh-huh. that's all that's just okay the- i'm back <laughs> <laughs> no the only reason i mention it is because this was a plot point in the fourth book and i just oh thought God. of it <laughs> now is that i don't think what a human woman could give birth to a baby that had wings okay but what if there was something like 
because birds are quote unquote born like in an egg, right? Like, yeah. like they're not even slightly developed. And so what if but the- But would that happen here? But I, yeah, so I'm wondering if like what happened is that- <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to think about it. We don't have to keep going with this. I just needed to share the terrible thought that came into my brain. I feel no, like that is interesting though. They yeah. would have C-sectioned. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. The mother, or, right? Yeah. Yeah, or they were grown in like they got a donated egg and presumably sperm because there are male bird kids. Yeah. Unless they're all trans and mm-hmm. implant like grown them in some kind of artificial womb. Yeah. No, like like yeah, a no, artificial yeah, no, uterus. I, I know. They, they've done that. They've done that with sheep. Yeah, I was gonna say, have they done that with people though? Well, I don't know if they've done it with people because that's like a little that's unethical. Like, but they have done like yeah. artificial placentas for like preterm babies. I okay. Uh, that, yeah. Yeah, artificial uterus for humans. Let's see what Google has to say. It's a device that would allow for extracorporeal pregnancy. So I'm assuming that that means it's not quite there yet for humans. I think you mean extracorporeal. I think you said corporeal. <laughs> Corporeal? corporeal it says extra corporeal in this in okay. this wikipedia page <laughs> yep sure anyways i just more wanted to think of the implications of a human woman having to give birth to a child that potentially had developed wings that's all i can't imagine that any of these kids including angel were born in utero yeah yeah i agree it's just like grown in utero i point. guess yeah yeah Born in utero. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> well, thank you for indulging my terrible thought that came into my mind. I love your terrible thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when they start with, because of, of a court of thorns and roses. Or thorns and roses, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would prefer not that, but that's okay. Yeah. It's not your fault that I don't like her writing. <laughs> no. Anyway, that, yep. Other wow. bird kid biology things I want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> They're talking about their inborn sense of direction. Yeah. Oh, what's yes. up with that? And I need to issue an addendum to a previous episode <laughs> because a couple days ago I saw someone tweet being like, where are we at with magnetite receptors for navigation in birds? And I was like, excuse me? Oh, where what? are we at? <laughs> where, what, what and where? <laughs> so I did look it up because I was like, wait, do they have something that is a like magnetic field receptor in their brain and not just something they see? Because <laughs> what uh-huh. I saw was that it was just something they see. And the papers I read about it are not like super recent. Okay. But it turns out that birds, I'm pretty sure have like a magnetite based receptor in their beak somewhere oh and it's like it's definitely not the only way they navigate but they think it might be part of it Interesting. but like if they mess up if they anesthetize the beaks the bir- birds can still navigate so it's not like the main way okay they navigate for like migration or anything because yeah what we had said what i had found before is that there's like a visual field that they have special um Mm -hmm. i think it was rods in their eyes that can see the wavelength so Mm -hmm. based on what the curve looks like they know which direction to go in 
And the study I was looking at was like, okay, we tried like anesthetizing the receptors and they could still navigate once they realized the magnetic receptors weren't working. Then they just pivoted to like a different method. I guess it would make sense that you'd want redundancies. and Yeah, because what was weird is that they didn't need them to navigate. But if they put them in like an area that had weird magnetic fields, they would get really confused. Yeah. And and so it's like, yeah. And so if they're just not working, then they understand that and they use something else. But if they're telling them mixed signals or whatever, they get confused. But like the major thing that messes with navigation is like light. So like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So this kind of thing is like when like cities where there's a lot of like artificial light at night, it throws them off and they fly towards the light. And so this was also in this paper where it's just like, yeah, if there's like super bright lights, it'll mess them up, which they didn't say it, but I'm because I think this paper came out before the one about the visual fields. Okay. And so I'm just taking that as like, well, okay, I guess it must be a visual thing. And then so maybe it's that rods and cones thing, but maybe I'll look into it more. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take your really cool biology and make it stupid. If you're (laughs) a bird kid who doesn't have a beak, where is your magnet? Teeth? Teeth? Ew. Ew. No. no magnetic teeth. teeth. <laughs> no, I hate it. I guess technically it would be I like your lips. <laughs> weird. That's weird. what a beak is. It's just keratin it's on top of your face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's keratin on their face, maybe it's their eyebrows. So really, to keep them from escaping, the school just needs to shave their eyebrows and then they won't be able to tell <laughs> their way. They're stuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's my corrections and apologies. That's a good one. I don't know how I didn't see... Like, maybe it's been fully disproven since 2012, but anyway. I, it seemed like they were suggesting, they were like, honestly, these might have once been used in navigation and now they're like vestigial or auxiliary or whatever the word is for not the main one yeah but they probably are used in something else that's why they're still so robust but they're not Hmm. in this paper they weren't sure what it was that's interesting yeah well the closest i came to doing biology in this chapter is max mentions that the only way she has ever gotten her haircut is she hacks it off herself with kitchen scissors when she gets annoyed with it Mm mm-hmm so I was wondering how long everybody's hair is. <laughs> <laughs> the same length. Oh, yeah. Do Like, do they all have really grown out choppy hair, do you think? Or are we gender conforming and giving the boys short hair? Oh, my brain definitely is gender conforming. But I think it's realistic to say that they have all long hair. That's just I choppy. feel like they should. Yeah. Yeah, I was imagining genuinely in my head that fang has the most normal haircut he has the emo side bangs right used the internet he definitely does a hairstyle and then did it but he didn't tell anybody that he was doing that because that's trying too hard it's just like no i woke up one morning and it looked like this maybe i'm just revealing my internalized misogyny doesn't nudge end up being like really into hair and makeup in a later book i feel like she is so like maybe nudge i guess it probably would have come up at this point, but I was like, I'm going to imagine that Nudge has cut Fang's hair for him. Oh, yeah. She's the the yeah. hairstylist. Yeah. I bet Iggy and the gas man are just, like, matted to hell because they don't yeah. care. Doesn't he, like, <laughs> doesn't gas man have, like, short, curly hair? I feel like 
that's pinging something I think in my they brain. Said it. He definitely has like curly yeah. blonde hair, like yeah. Angel. For some reason, I'm imagining Iggy with a ponytail. Oh my god! I updated my mental Slenderman <laughs> image to having like a long mane of flowing yeah. hair. <laughs> oh my god! I thought the bird kids were gonna steal this. I car. also thought that. I think they <laughs> do. No, surely not. <laughs> Surely not. Because Max is going on about in her head about, like, man, we have to, like, get to the school, but it's still more than 10 miles away. And, like, we can't fly because they'll see us. But, like, we're, you know, really hungry already. And 10 miles is a long way to walk. And, oh, look, a car. I think they steal this car. There's been a lot of foreshadowing for it. <laughs> there is so much. Yeah. And the, the guy who owns the car is a yeah. jerk with a lot yeah. of money. So, like... There's no moral issue if they steal his car. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he's slick looking, Obviously. so he must be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And he's playing loud music. Well, he's like mean to someone on the yeah. phone and Nudge says he's a jerk and Max is like, yeah. And also he swears in a bunch of unknown swear words, one of which Max didn't yeah. know. Yeah. What swear word do you think Max didn't Tabernac. know? Uh, if you're... Oh. Tabernacle. Tabernacle. Callies. Does anybody know those? I do. <laughs> I do. Sam does. That's true. Aren't there like six French Canadians? No, that's wow. not even. Wow. Biggest province, Whoa. excuse me. <laughs> that's true. Is it the most popular? No way. I feel like Ontario is Ontario probably. has Toronto in it. What are you talking about? Oh, good point. Center of the world, right? The center, center of, of Canada, yeah. for sure. For sure. It's the capital, don't you know? This trend, <laughs> trend, this trope of not uh-huh. saying what swear word is said gets yeah. me every time. It is it is so much funnier than someone actually swearing. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. love it. <laughs> I didn't like make the connection when I was a kid, which I'm sure is the point that if someone swears or curses, they're like actually saying swear yeah. words. And knowing that now and like having reread Del Toro Quest as an adult, Barda swears in almost every <laughs> sentence he says. <laughs> but because it's a book for kids, it's never written it out just on the said page. He swore. But like, it's like he curses. He like utters oaths. <laughs> I feel like I that didn't happen to me, but I do think specifically curse. I would always be like, oh, they said a curse, and then it's like, oh no, like a like one word, not like may your mother be covered yeah. in boils. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like I summon a pox upon your family yeah. that will exactly That's <laughs> whatever way for generations. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a really funny way to swear. <laughs> would be. Yeah. You stub your toe and instead of being like, ah, shit, you're like, ah, I cast this desk leg into oblivion <laughs> where it shall suffer with the fires of fucking yeah. Mount Doom. May the forest you came from burn down in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yep. <laughs> big fan. Yep, big fan. Okay, so... Max learns the word tabernacle, yeah. we've decided. She's going to be able to swear in French later. Wow. Wow. Congratulations, Max. Anything else? <laughs> well, I mean, Ari swears on screen. Wow. By which he, I mean, he calls the guy in the fancy car a dipstick. You know, for your oil. That's a Max swear. <laughs> like, is that an insult? Isn't it supposed to be like dipshit? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it was just... I- I figured it was just like <laughs> the Max way of saying dipshit. Dipstick. You, you dipstick. You dipstick. <laughs> you dip- 
actually i'm coming back around this is a great (laughs) (laughs) the more more we say it the funnier it is (laughs) oh you're such a total dipstick i hope somebody calls me a dipstick someday (laughs) it'll It'll be be you (laughs) i think the hardest thing about writing is coming up with words that sound like a swear word in your fantasy culture (laughs) and i think dipstick is a great one (laughs) it is a good one yeah i have like such a problem when i'm trying to write a fantasy thing with like coming up with swear words or like proper nouns or something like that that don't sound stupid but also don't sound like too overwrought and then i'm always like okay wait but like real humans when we swear we say fuck which is just like yeah and that's our swear word or poop. yep <laughs> and it's like we have things like there there was this like cool new technology that was invented whatever ago where they had moving pictures and we called them movies <laughs> yeah and now we have long covid where if you get covid and you have it for a long it's time called long covid yeah it's called long covid so like <laughs> yep we're not very creative as a species no <laughs> I don't know why I stress so much about like what should my swear would be in my fantasy world and it probably should just be like oh donkey farts yeah like that's more creative honestly (laughs) that's true I never forget when a British research vessel almost was named Bodie McBoatface yeah it should have (laughs) been oh I met the ROV called Bodie McBoatface wow I did I have a picture with it a celebrity that's cool Uh uh-huh I was pretty stoked wow incredible yeah i'm jealous well if there's nothing left in these chapters let's guess what happens in the next chapters yes Yes. so i as always will read you the first sentence of each chapter and you have to guess what's going to happen so chapter 53 starts with i swallowed hard my muscles tightening well max is reacting to Uh. ari Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I guess to seeing Ari, and probably trying to think of like a a plan of attack of how to get out. Yeah, an escape, how to steal the car. Great, yeah, yeah. good guess. That's it. <laughs> okay, chapter fifty four. For some reason, I didn't feel too bad about taking that guy's money. Oh, they okay, steal so his they money. Somebody, or maybe they took the car and the car <laughs> and the money was the, car the money. The money? Mm. Yeah, because well, he was both. getting money out of an ATM. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so... Yeah, so they either take his money or they take his money and his car. (laughs) These... We don't even need to read these chapters. Okay, chapter 55. You might not know this, but cars have a separate parking brake, not just the foot pedal one. They stole the car. (laughs) They stole the car, huh? They stole the car. Which one of them drives, do you think? Probably Max? Max, probably. Probably she's the oldest. She doesn't know how to drive. That's going to be horrifying. (laughs) No. Last one. Chapter 56. The sentence is, I want my room to smell just like this. Um, I hope it's not new car smell. (laughs) I hate new car smell. Yeah, I don't like it either. Maybe they stole the car and went to go get food and it is like a bakery bakery. or like a, a restaurant or McDonald's or something. Yeah. Or maybe it's the first time Max has ever smelled one of those like pine tree air fresheners, and she's like, "Wow, wow, this is great, <laughs> big day, wow." <laughs> Her bird senses are like, "Oh my god, pine, <laughs> pine, what a good time." What was it, pining? The oh yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Gosh, it smells like, like an elf bugs. in here. 
It smells like an elf in here. Weird. That's what I was like, wasn't that an Aragon? That was, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, great job. Great. Good guesses. Whatever they were. <laughs> great. We'll find out next time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk uh-huh. about what else we're reading. N- nothing. I like, do- I don't even have like, I don't have anything this time, you guys. <laughs> in case you recall, I had COVID. Yeah. I still haven't read anything. Yeah. I only just got better like two days ago so let me just look at my bookshelf for a second for a book i would like to shout out that was good that i haven't (laughs) talked about on the podcast already have i talked about aberat by clive barker it's really good sure you know what you should start reading because it's june Uh uh-huh yeah you you should start reading stone blind by natalie haynes wow that sounds like a good book that everyone should read it us. seems like it would be a good book for a, a book club to, huh? to read in June. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. I think maybe I'll pick that one up after we finish recording. Wow, yeah, great, great. Ha- happy to help. Anyway, what have you guys read? <laughs> well, on the uh, book club front, I this is being recorded in May, so I finished reading our May Midlight Book Club oh. book of the month, which was the Kaju Kaju Kaju. Oh Kaju? my god. <laughs> Kaiju. Kaiju. I freaking listened to this audiobook and I still wasn't able to get it. <laughs> Kaiju Preservation Society by John Scalzi. And I just have to say, this book is somehow the perfect mesh of our podcast. <gasps> and I can't even explain it to either of you without you reading it. Like, you both have to read it and you'll understand what I mean. If there was ever a book, that related to our podcast it was this wow Wow. like that is all i can say (laughs) it's wild this book felt like a fever dream it was hilarious and i just like i need you both to read it because i just need to yell about (laughs) the things exciting anyways it's great it was good read (laughs) other than that i started and finished reading an untethered sky by fonda lee which is a novella she just released which Mm -hmm. is the author of jade city it was good very good good. it almost Mm -hmm. makes me want to try jade city again oh did you not finish that one i did finish it but i was listening to it while i had covid and so (laughs) i think i like didn't fully appreciate it for what it was so i think i need to give it another try because untethered sky was it was impressive yeah right she packs so much into like 160 pages. Yeah, and it was like you felt like you knew everything going on too. Like yeah. it could have been a full fledged book. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It was impressive, but like I also liked that it was short because yeah. I listened to it like in a single sitting. Right. So nice. Yeah. And then other than that, I am currently reading uh, "Take a Hint, Danny Brown" by Talia Hibbert, which is a rom com, and "For the Throne" by Hannah <gasps> Witten, which is the second book in the "For the Wolf" duology by the same author. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Obviously, it's the second book. Anyways, <laughs> you're listening to two books that I really like <laughs> or reading. I'm physically reading these. Right. Ones. Okay. Right. The for for the thrones on my Kindle and take a hint. Danny Brown is a physical book. I have not started a new audiobook yet because I actually just took out uh, Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaris because it's all over TikTok and everything. And again, I was looking to put it on hold at the library and it was just available. Wow. So I took it out. But today I saw apparently the narrator was like sick or something while recording it. And apparently the production on this audiobook is terrible. Oh, no. 
So now I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to actually listen to it. Mm. And it's a shame because it's actually one of my favorite audiobook narrators. But people are saying like, there's like sniffles throughout it. And like, like sounds like someone's like hacking up a lung. Like all this crap. What the hell? Yeah. So anyways, I don't have an audiobook on the go. It might be that one. Good we'll luck. See. <laughs> yeah. But Hannah, what about you? I don't have like tons to report. I did listen to Vengeful, which is the second book in the yeah. Villains duology by V.E. Schwab, and it is really good. Big fan of that duology. And I'm currently reading Witch King by Martha Wells, which is like an, well, when this episode comes out, it will have just released. And it's very interesting. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> oh, I've been, I, that's who writes the murder bot diaries, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard really good things about those ones, so. So have I. Uh, Witch King has like relatively poor advanced reviews. Oh. But it seems like it's mostly people who wanted it to be like Murderbot and it isn't. Okay. But I haven't read Murderbot, so I can't compare. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so that's the ebook I'm reading. I'm still listening to the Wonderful Life, the Burgess Shale, and the Nature of History audiobook because it's terrible to listen to as an audiobook. <laughs> 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 so I keep putting it off. And I've gotten halfway through it. And the author is like, well, this is everything that has happened. Here is what all of these researchers have gone on to do with the rest of their lives. I'm like, there's still five hours of this audiobook left. Like, what are we going to what are we going to talk about for five hours if the story is over? I can't believe you didn't just want to listen to me talk about the Burgess Shale for 10 hours in your ears. <laughs> I would be happy to listen to you talk about the Burgess Shale. <laughs> Wow. Especially compared to this guy, he keeps pronouncing things really weirdly, and he keeps being like, mm, "Figure four. <laughs> and then he'll read the he'll read the caption of the figure and then move on. I'm like, that's I not helpful. <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> like, I really don't know <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, compare these like two reconstructions of Opabinia. and I'm like, "I cannot. <laughs> I but can't." According to Sophie, this is like a decent book, but it's a terrible audiobook. Don't listen to it. <laughs> but. I did just get in physical copy The Sun and the Star by Rick Riordan and Mark Ashiro. And I haven't started it yet, but I'm going to start it tonight because I'm extremely excited. Oh my about God. It. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's a Nico D'Angelo companion book to the Percy Jackson. I'm emo about it already. <laughs> oh my God, me too. If you liked this chapter of Midlight Crisis, consider rating and reviewing us on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. You can talk to us and find fun related content on social media. We are at Midlight Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, 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 Tumblr, and I think Blue Sky. We're on Blue Sky. We're on Blue Sky. <laughs> I haven't done there. anything with it, but it's there. But it's there. Maybe by the time this comes out, who knows? <laughs> uh, and all chapters of the show thus far are available on our website, midlightpod.podbean.com. Yeah. And on YouTube. And today we end with this true nugget of wisdom from Max. Honesty is always good, except when it's better to lie. <laughs> Max. Wow. Max here. I mean, is she wrong? <laughs> Advocating for I mean, lying to children. 